Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. For those who have been following our Thursday schedule, so you know that we have been spending some time talking about the beginning of every bracha. We focused on the word Baruch, Atah, then Hashem. We spent last week on Elokeinu, and the truth of the matter is there's more to say on that, and we are not yet up to the words Melech HaOlam. But I'm going to pause uh, for a moment from that discussion and focus a little bit on the tefillah of Al-Hanisim. Because, of course, uh, this coming Sunday night, Emir Hashem, is going to be the beginning of Hanukkah. And I'd love to have an opportunity to sort of get ahead of things a little bit and talk about a tefillah that we are going to be saying again and again uh, throughout the eight days of Hanukkah. The Al-Hanisim, which is incorporated in the bracha of Hoda'a, both in the Birkas Hamaz on the benching, as well as the bracha of of Thanksgiving that we have in the Shemona Esrei, is a paragraph which does exactly what you would think it would do, and that is it sort of describes a little bit of the history, the background, the context for the miracle of Hanukkah. And I'm not going to read the entire thing inside right now. Of course, I would recommend that you do so at least several times before Hanukkah begins, so we can sort of prepare ourselves for the opportunity to recite this very uh, special addendum to our tefillah. But what's really interesting about al is not what it says, but really what it doesn't say. There seems to be a glaring omission, and that is that there is no reference whatsoever to the nace uh, of the Pach Shemen. In fact, the Gemara in Shabbos, asks, My Hanukkah, what is Hanukkah? And Rashi over there says, Al Eza Nes Kavua. What was the miracle that sort of precipitated, that inspired the establishment of the Yom Tov of Hanukkah? And the Gemara talks about the nace that we're all familiar with, the miracle of the Pach Shemen. Had, after the Beis HaMikdush was ransacked, and the Jews returned and reclaimed uh, this very, very sacred space. They searched and they found one Pach Shemen, only enough to burn for one day, and miraculously it lasted for eight days. Right? We all know the story. The Gemara tells us that that's why we have Hanukkah. But yet when we come to Hanukkah in our davening, and we have an opportunity to say, thank you, Hashem, we don't mention that at all. All we do is we talk about the war, the victory over our enemies. Now, when I say all we do, of course, that's a very, very significant miracle as well. There was a miracle of Rabim Biad Ma'atim. They were, they, they, the Jewish army at the time was greatly outnumbered. Uh, they did not have the, the numbers. They did not have the artillery. They didn't have the sophisticated means of warfare to be able to fight the Greek army. Uh, but yet they were victorious. So to be clear and to be fair, that is a miracle. But it's very strange that that which Chazal tells us is sort of the primary miracle is not mentioned. And don't be confused by the fact that at the end of Alanisim it says, neiros kochecha. There is, yes, there is a reference to candles, but if you take a close look over there, it would not seem that that is referring certainly directly and perhaps even indirectly to the miracle of Pach Shemin. So the question is, wh- wh- why? Why is it that there should be sort of such a, a glaring omission in the section of Adavening where we should really be talking about what Hanukkah is all about? So this is a question that many have asked. I'd like to share with you one of the answers that is offered by the Maharal in the Sefer Ner Mitzvah. And the Maharal writes that the primary reason why Chazal established Hanukkah, it was because of the military victory. Victory that I just mentioned earlier, where they were greatly outnumbered. And with the help of Hashem, there was an incredible, miraculous, unexpected victory of Rabbi Miyad Miatim. That was really sort of the pretext. That was the reason why the Yom Tov of Hanukkah was established. 
So then, where where does the Pach Shemen come in? All that story. He says, They did not realize, they did not appreciate, they did not sort of process what was going on around them as being a nace. They did not attribute this incredible miracle to God. And they only thought it was mikocham ugvurasam. They just assumed that, well, it was just because of our own, our own military prowess. We had a couple of great generals in place, and we had a good strategy. And listen, every once in a while, you know, you get lucky. So despite the fact that there was an extraordinary military victory, at the time, many of the Jews concluded, you know, this is, like we say, this is just our strength, our gvura. We did this. Says the Maral, Therefore, Nasa Hanesa Yidei Neiros Says the Maral, it is for that reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu facilitated another nace. A nace that, truthfully, in comparison, really pales. Because it was a very, very little consequence, practically. The survival of the Jewish nation, the defeat of the Greek army, so obviously that's much more important than having you know a, a miracle which, in the big scheme of things, does really change all that much that's going on in the Beis HaMikdash. But it was that miracle which allowed the people to stop and says, They realized, wait a second, everything that has happened here is because of an act of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, they, thought that they came to the realization as well. In other words, explains the Maral that the miracle of the Pach Shemen was there to enlighten the perspective of the Jewish people at the time. Because when we are in the moment, and when we are experiencing things that are truly divine miracles, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being exceedingly generous to us, we very often, unfortunately, fail to appreciate what's happening. We just say, yeah, well, this is what we call nature. This is nature. You know, when we recite every morning, brachos of, thank you, Hashem. You, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are pokei achivrim. You enable me to see. Zokev kifufim. You enable me to stand up. You, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are matirasurim. You enable me to move my limbs. Malbish Arumim, you provide me with clothing. So these are, they are, they're miracles. They're miracles that are shrouded in Teva, in nature. But really, they are miracles. They may be concealed. They may be hidden. They may be, again, sort of wrapped in a, a different sort of packaging that we call Teva, we call nature. But this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's performing miracles on our behalf. And so therefore, explains the Maral, the miracle of the Pach Shemen was only to sort of redirect the attention of the people who at the time had, had succumbed to what is a very, very, unfortunately, a very common human tendency. And that is that when we are the beneficiaries of the kindness, the goodness, the assistance, in this case, really the salvation of others, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so we, we, we tend to try to look to take credit. Well, obviously, this is, this is because of my efforts. This is because of what I did. And so therefore, this second miracle, the secondary miracle, which the Gemara does tell us, and indeed, it was through this that the Yom Tov of Hanukkah was, was established, this miracle was really there sort of as a prompt so that we would understand and appreciate that the primary miracle, the Belchama, that occurred, so that was really HaKadosh Baruch Hu all along. And so therefore, when we come to our davening and we're thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what happened, we're focusing on the Ikar. The Ikar is, well, what happened over here? We were saved. Right? The Jewish people were, you know, almost destroyed. And look, we were saved. So, of course, we're going to say thank you for that and not spend as much time or, frankly, any time 
in the context of the thank you, thank you also for the nace of the Pach Shemen. The nace of the Pach Shemen was not the primary miracle, says the Maharal. It was only there to sort of point us in the right direction. This is very fascinating. If you think about the Ner Hanukkah, that we're going to have the opportunity to not only to light, but to see each and every night of Hanukkah. So what should be the thoughts that are running through our mind when we see the Ner Hanukkah? To me, it would seem that at the very least, we should use this similarly as a prompt. When we look at the Ner Hanukkah, we should say to ourselves, well, now let me use this as an opportunity to think about all the miracles that I have in my life. Just look around. I once heard somebody say, you know, what is the word in Hebrew for a wealthy person? Ashir. Ayin Shin Yud Resh. So I don't, I don't know who, who gets credit for this, but Ashir, if you take the letter Ayin, it stands for Enayim, eyes. The Shin, Shinayim, teeth. The Yud, Yadayim, hands. The Resh, Raglayim, legs, my feet. You know, if I have my eyes and my teeth, my hands, my, my, my feet, and they function properly, you know what? I am wealthy. I am an Ashir. I am truly wealthy. And so therefore, the goal of the Mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah and perhaps the, perp- the, the intent behind the entire Yom Tov itself is to get us to understand and appreciate that there are miracles all around us. As we say in the Berchus Modem every day, There are miracles, there are nisim and aflos that are happening all the time, but we don't recognize them because we just say, oh, it's just Teva, it's just nature. The answer is no, it, it, it is nature, but nature is also a miracle. There's a natural miracle and there's supernatural miracles. The nace of the Pach Shemen was a supernatural miracle which was designed to get us to t- pay attention to the natural miracles that are all around us. I'll just conclude by saying that, you know, in the most Sur, which is a beautiful song, a pismon that we say uh, traditionally after, after we light the Hanukkah, so one of the stanzas talks about Hanukkah. The rest of it is not. It covers different periods of Jewish history. So we say, right? We talk about the fa- fact that there was this, you know, this extra jug of oil that facilitated this great uh, victory. And then we say, that the kvius, the establishment of a day of Yamte for eight days, came through what? B'nai Bina. B'nai Bina means what? People of wisdom. But specifically, Chazal tell us as Bina means, Lahavin Davar Mitoch Davar. Bina means when we can go ahead and we can extrapolate, when we can use deductive, logical reasoning, when we can go ahead and say, well, if this is true here, then how can I apply it elsewhere? It's a little different than just, say, having knowledge, wisdom, you know, having raw facts. Maybe we'd call that, let's say, chachma. To just be a wise person, obviously, that, that's important. You have to have information. But bina is a different level of understanding. Bina is when I can go ahead and I can understand and appreciate that sometimes I need to take what I've seen in the world and I have to understand how to connect the dots and how to extrapolate messages from this. And I can't just you know, rely solely and exclusively on what it is that I have seen with my eyes and heard with my ears. I have to, I have to draw deeper connections. It takes B'nai Bina to do that. And so who was it that established the Yom Tov of Hanukkah? Uz B'nai Bina. It was specifically people of Bina who said, oh, just as HaKadosh Baruch was clearly the one behind the nace of the Pach Shemen, so too HaKadosh Baruch was the one who facilitated and arranged and, and, and saw to it that we would have this extraordinary military victory over our enemies. That is a victory that may have seemed on the surface initially to be Teva, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the great chesed, the great kindness of the miracle of the Pach Shemen, just to remind us that no, 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 it's me, I'm here, I'm always here, when you see me, and even when you don't see me. So may we be Zoha when we lighten our Hanukkah, 
and we see that candle to be inspired to realize and to appreciate that that candle serves as, as a point for us to stop and to look around at all of the miracles that we have in our life. And if you say to yourself, I, I, don't, I don't have any miracles. Well, what miracles are you talking about? I remind you, enayim, shinayim, yadayim, raglayim, as a starting point. Baruch Hashem, we all have things that we can be grateful for. And it's not enough to be grateful. It's to recognize that these are among the anisecha shebechol yom imanu. So may we be zochet to be inspired by the Nechanika, which will hopefully uh, enable us to become b'nei bina and recognize and appreciate the miracles that we have in our life each and every day. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful day.